0: to the Team Engagement Podcast, where leaders of teams share their insights. We discuss five questions in about 15 minutes, and you may notice, for those who are watching, you will notice that I do not have a guest with me today. For those who are listening, you've just now learned I do not have a guest on today. The reason why is because we are now wrapping up Season 3 of the Team Engagement Podcast, and I've made it a tradition over the years, as I've been doing these podcasts to have the final episode of the season be just me and an opportunity for me to answer the questions that I've been asking all the guests throughout the entire season. Now, for those who may not be aware, because I don't spend a lot of time talking about what it is that I do, I am not just a podcast host. I am the founder and CEO of Blue Sky Business Consulting, and I help entrepreneurs and aspiring entrepreneurs Start, grow, and scale their business. And I have a special interest in those who are fairly new entrepreneurs to help them grow that business. Those early months and years can be especially challenging. And I'll give you more information about that towards the end of this episode. But I wanted to take a few minutes and answer the very questions that I've been asking all season long. So I want to start with the first question when we talk about conflict within a team. As a leader, whether it's of an entire company, whether it's of a team or a department or division, whatever it may be, one of the hardest things that a leader will need to do is resolve conflict. And there's two different scenarios where that may happen. Number one, it may be you directly involved with a colleague, with a supervisor, maybe it's a subordinate, but you're having a conflict yourself with someone else. One of the best things that you can do, and it's very difficult to do, but it's the best thing you can do is to remain calm. Just simply listen and do your best with empathy to look at the situation from the other person's perspective. Again, it's not easy because sometimes our tempers get a little bit going and our egos certainly can enrage the situation a little bit if we're not careful. But learn to listen with empathy. That is a key component to be able to resolve conflicts. Now, if you are mediating, because sometimes that happens, this is the second scenario, when you as the leader are dealing with a dispute or a disagreement between two people on your team or within your company. Again, you have to listen with empathy. Another strategy that is important to remember, whether it's you dealing with someone directly or if you're having to kind of moderate or mediate a situation, is to always keep in mind the vision and the goals of the company. What is it that you're trying to accomplish? Knowing what the goals and the mission and the values of the company are will help you to decide how to resolve those sometimes very difficult conflicts that come up. Question number two, the phrase, people don't leave jobs, they leave managers. And what's one idea on what leaders can do to retain talent? A lot of the guests this year have provided fantastic answers centering around culture. It has been well-documented that the right culture, one of nurturing, one of support, one of listening, will help to retain people longer. Even things like money, compensation, benefits, all of those kinds of things take a backseat to employees who are really anxious to be in an environment where they feel supported, listened to, and where they have an opportunity to really contribute their talents their skills, their ideas, all of that makes a big difference to retaining talent. So as a leader, find ways for you to really get to know your people, find out what motivates them, find out what they're excited about, find out how their values align with the company's values and why they want to be here and find ways to unite the team together so that everybody is working together in a spirit of unity, and mutual support and respect. Question number three, how do you build resilience in a team? Wow, there are a lot of great ideas out there, a lot of great strategies. One thing that's important to keep in mind about resilience, resilience has to do with this idea of bouncing back from an unforeseen hurdle or challenge or setback, something you did not expect. Because quite frankly, if you can anticipate the problem, if you can anticipate a snag or a hurdle of some kind, then you should be able to prepare against it. But what happens when something, let's say like a big, huge pandemic comes along that no one was expecting, no one was planning on, and no one was preparing for? One of the most important elements of team success and building resilience is this idea of culture that we've been talking about on this episode and in a lot of previous episodes. Creating a culture where people can problem solve together, can resolve conflicts together, can come up with new ideas together. That idea is so essential in resilience because when things don't go as planned, you need the united efforts of a team to solve that problem. A lot of people feel like, oh, I've got great culture because everybody gets along. Well, folks, I hate to break it to you, but of course, when things are going well in the company or in the industry that you're in and business is booming, of course, everybody's happy. Of course, things are going well. Of course, it looks like there's really good culture. The challenge is when things don't go well, when there's fear, when there's concern over what's going to happen, what's going to happen to our company, what's going to happen to my job. That's when that culture really becomes critical and rises to the surface. And that's why it is so important to nurture that before you have a problem. Because folks, regardless of how much we try to prepare challenges that are unexpected and unprepared for, those are the ones that are gonna catch you off guard. But if you have the right culture, especially a culture of resilience and teamwork and unity and harmony, Those are going to go a long way to helping to build resilience within the team. Of course, a lot more can be said on that. There's resilience individually because people are going to be dealing with individual issues. But for the most part, this answer will hopefully get you off to a good start on how you can build resilience within the team. Question number four, one of my favorite questions that I haven't changed much over the years, and that is simply... Is there someone that has had a positive influence in your life that you'd like to recognize? Ladies and gentlemen, we all have people that have influenced our lives, and hopefully in a positive mindset, we're remembering those that have had a positive influence on our lives. We've also had those individuals that have maybe had not such a good influence on us, and we can learn things from those people too. But nonetheless, let's focus on those people that have had a positive influence in our lives. I have been so impressed with the guests this season who have recognized family members who have been supportive, have been mentors of some kind, family members of all kinds and all different kinds of relationships. It might be a parent. It might be a grandparent, might be an aunt or an uncle. I've even had guests that have said their children have made an impact in their lives whether it was younger children that were still at home and were being supportive of their parents or older entrepreneurs who were starting a new business and their children were supportive, their adult children were supportive. So I encourage you to be looking around to the people in your lives and the people that you've experienced in the past and recognizing and expressing gratitude directly to them. Tell them thank you if it's possible. Some mentors and coaches and influential people have moved on and have passed away. Nonetheless, you can still recognize them and express gratitude to them. The final question, one of my favorite questions, tell us a little bit about your first job. Now, one of my first jobs was as a simple paper boy, delivering papers in the neighborhood. But I also spent some time working with yard work and lawns and I learned the value of hard work. I learned the value of doing the job the right way, making sure that I understood what the customer wanted sounds easy to just mow a lawn, and it was. But I also did yard work that included pulling weeds and making sure that it was looking the way that the customer wanted it to look. So I learned quickly that it was important to always check in with the customer to make sure I was doing it right. And I was very fortunate as a young man, a teenager doing this kind of work to have really good customers who were willing to show me and teach me how to do things. And that for me, ignited that entrepreneurial spirit of finding customers and working with them. And that's what's led me to where I'm at today. Well, folks, I want to say thank you to all of you who have been so supportive in listening or watching the podcast. I encourage you to subscribe to the podcast if you're not already and invite others to do so. I'm looking forward to season number four. We will be inviting more guests. We will keep the format the same, We'll ask different questions. I won't tell you what the questions are. I want you to tune in for season or season four, episode number one that will come out in just a few weeks in January. I also want to invite you if you have ideas on leadership or if you have concerns about leadership, I would love to talk to you and see if there are services that I provide that can help you and your company. If you are an entrepreneur dealing with the unique challenges of entrepreneurship, if you're struggling a little bit, if you're running into stress and burnout symptoms, I invite you to get on a discovery call with me. It's completely free of charge and we'll talk together and see what kind of solutions I already offer that would be beneficial to you and your company and your business. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to thanks, I want to give thanks to all of the guests that have joined me this season as well as all of the other guests that I've had on for the I've had on the show for the several last several years. It has been such a privilege to get to know them, to hear about their businesses, to learn about them. You don't often hear or see it on the podcast, but I have a great time talking to them before or after we have set the recording. And I would also like to thank you for tuning in and lending your support to entrepreneurship everywhere. Again, my name is Sean Richards with the Team Engagement Podcast. You can see us at teamengagementpodcast.com. Or you can go to our business website, which is blueskybizconsulting.com. I want to wish everyone the happiest of holidays. Please stay safe. And let's look forward to the year 2023 with a lot of enthusiasm, a lot of excitement. I know that there's hesitation in the air with impending recession talk and whatnot. But entrepreneurship is the greatest way to protect ourselves from the future and really work hard collectively. And it is my job and my effort to help you have great success as an entrepreneur in business. Thanks so much. Happy holidays and happy new year. And we'll see you next year on the Team Engagement Podcast.